Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Guadalamese World. Welcome to episode 76. We have a special guest in here. She's a authorpreneur. You know, that's a term she has come to love, you know what I'm saying? Entrepreneur out here. We got Taria Avant. How you doing, ma'am? Oh, I'm doing awesome. I'm... um over here at my homegirl's house in the Bahamas. And we are here just getting some billion dollar masterminding going on. And man, I'm pumped. I'm drinking a little bit of Bahamian uh, juice. It's really not a Bahamian cocktail, but <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. And yeah, man, I'm lit. So thank you for inviting me here tonight. Thank you for coming on your vacation. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You're an entrepreneur, it ain't no vacations. You just, you know, you take trips and you still work. You know what I'm saying? We get bored. I get bored on vacations, to be honest. So I don't go nowhere. Don't do nothing. All right. I feel you. I feel you. Okay. We got the intro out the way. We'll go ahead and get to the shots. I mean, you got your cup. You can just take a sip of that. You know what hey. Whatever you got, just take a sip of it. Let's, cheer. Let's do a cheers to a great 2021. Yes, indeed. Cheers. Indeed. All right. <laughs> Supposed to do some trivia here. So my trivia question, it could be for the viewers or it could be for the guests. My question is, what year was Hampton University founded? I'm supposed to answer that. I'm supposed to answer that. <laughs> the viewers, the viewers or the guests can answer it. I'm just waiting to see it in the comments. So anyway. Uh, 19- 19, 19, uh, 19, yeah, 1941. 1941. 1856. 1856. Yeah. Hey, things things are meant to be forgotten. We don't we're not gonna remember any and everything. It's all good. We human out here. So since we talking about Hampton University and this is an HBCU, do you feel like attending the HBCU helped mold you into the entrepreneur you are today? Well, you know what? It's funny. I remember I used to always say like um, I sometimes wish I would went to. Uh, a non-HBCU, let's call that, right? A non-HBCU, like a bigger college, and because I'm a big sports girl, like I like football and things like that. Um, but as I've gone to grow older, I am extremely grateful uh, for graduating from Hampton University because there are some kind of, it's like a bond. When you say HBCU, it's like there's a bond that you do get uh, with other people and an instant connection. Is it responsible for my hustler mentality that I have? No, Um, I went to school for computer science. And so, I mean, like I really was prepared to be in corporate America, uh, but I will say that many of the the relationships that I have today, uh, many of us are getting into the entrepreneurial world and we connect because of that commonality. So I am grateful and, you know, most of my clients are of an African-American. I mean, I have all nationalities, but majority of my clients are African-American. And so I won't say that, you know, being an HBCU graduate, got me into the entrepreneurial world. 
Uh, but it definitely is a great connection and a great plug, no matter what you do, you know, even if you're just in corporate, um, you know, it's a great plug to be a part of that community. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I like that. Like the way you put that there. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, on the 1409, we do our research on our guests. So we noticed that you've been featured on many platforms like ABC, Fox. Um, we know that you do TED Talks, part of Yahoo Finance. So can you explain which feature has meant the most to you and why? Uh, TED Talk. It was TEDx was the best for me. I mean, you know, anybody that gets into the world of speaking, if you become a public speaker, you know, that's always a big like checkbox that you want to get accomplished in your life. And the crazy part though is that like, you know, this TED talk, we we had the whole pandemic and we were shut down. And so we weren't able to do it in a physical audience. So the challenge with that is that you don't get to feel the energy. You know, I've been speaking on stages and speaking in multiple countries and I'm all over the place, but you know, when you are, you know, when you're doing it virtually, it's a little bit different, especially like if you can't really look at the comments and things. So the biggest challenge was when I was doing that TED talk, like I just had to draw energy from within and your girl messed up, but you couldn't really tell. Like I forgot one of the things at the end, it was crazy, but it was a big bucket list for me. And I mean, to the point where I plan on like, trying out for more TED Talks. I mean, I just loved it. Uh, and also I'm used to speaking for a long time. Like I've been doing workshops and stuff, traveling all over. And I do workshops that are an hour, two hours, even to seven hour workshops. And you were literally given eight minutes to talk. So I was like, whoa, like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this in eight minutes, but it was the biggest bucket list for me. And I'm just so grateful and I can't wait to do more. All right. so how difficult was it for you to get on that platform? Was it a... Uh... <laughs> let me tell you how let me tell you how God is. So um and it's so crazy because I'm here at my friend um Christy's house in, in the Bahamas and in her house she literally has words everywhere, affirmations, goals, and she's written them. And I always tell people like when you want things to happen in your life, don't just go get, you know, some paper and print it out because your subconscious mind doesn't recognize printed writing, it recognizes your own writing before any other writing. And so what happened was, uh, you know, I was at a vision board party. Or I might have did one or something. I don't know. And one of the things that I do, I do vision pictures. So I don't do boards. Uh, we have eight areas of our life. And so I focus on those eight different areas and I make these pictures. So one of the pictures I put up was a picture of a TEDx. And then I put an affirmation on a big red card. It says, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a TEDx speaker. Within about a week or two weeks. I get a message from a young lady. Her name is Dr. Stevie Aisha Mills. And she's like, look, they're doing an audition for a TEDx in Georgia. I out for it. It was just that quick. So now, mind you, I lived in Georgia for 10 years, but I had just recently moved to Houston. But I was always in Georgia. And I was like, ah, well, you know, it's supposed to be for Georgia only. And so I don't know if I would qualify. And a lot of times, that's what most people do. They'll let certain circumstances disqualify them before they've even tried out to be qualified right and so i said nah i ain't gonna do that i'm gonna still try out so i told him i was like look i can't come to the physical audition but can i send a video and she said yes you can and i sent my video and i didn't know what the hell i was doing because mind you you're like two minutes in video so i did a two minute video <laughs> and they accepted me 
Um, the hardest part was preparing though, because for eight minutes, you know, a lot of people think like eight minutes is not a lot, but honestly it is a lot. And you have to be able to say something extremely powerful in that short period of time. So the hardest part wasn't the audition. It was now that I got accepted is, is showing up and showing up like and giving it my all. So I actually hired a coach to help me with my talk as well. Uh, it's always it's always a good thing to not not count yourself out. Don't count yourself out. So that's what you did. You didn't count yourself out with the TED talk. You went and did it and you ended up on there. Yeah. How'd you how'd you feel when you found out you was gonna be featured in Yahoo Finance? I mean, you know, those types of things, Yahoo Finance, that was real fire. Um, mm -hmm. and I just, you know, I'm gonna tell you this. I already know that I'm destined to do great things. So it's not when the thing actually happens that I get excited. I'm already excited for what's to come. Like I always think about Oprah calling me. When she finally does call me, it's going to have happened in my mind so many times that it's going to just seem regular. So for a lot of people, when they say, well, how did it feel to finally get this and that and this and that? Well, for me, it wasn't when I finally got it because it's always been something that I've continuously focused on. So the excitement comes before it actually happens. If that's meant when it happens, it's kind of like this is where I was supposed to be. So it's just confirmation for the excitement. So what we have to learn how to do is like, don't get excited when it happens because it's never going to happen if you're not excited for it before it happens. So I visually see myself on stages. You know, I've I had the chance to speak on a stage of over 10,000 people before, right? But it wasn't my own stage. So I didn't get to do what I wanted to do the way I want to do it. So now I visualize myself getting on stadium, on a stadium stage and they let me talk about whatever I want to talk about. One thing I'm going to do is I'm going to sing. So I literally have envisioned this. Like I will close my eyes and picture it. And I'll picture people yelling and screaming. I picture what I'm wearing. It's going to be a bad, bad, like I'm going to shut it down. And I picture myself singing this little song for whatever, 10 seconds, and then tearing the stage down with my talk. And so when it finally does happen, it's not going to feel no kind of way because I already lived it before it happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, you know, yeah. you got to. Got to make it happen. It got to happen up here first. You know what I'm saying? That part. It's got to happen here before it happens anywhere. And many of us, this is why we're not living the way that we want to live because we keep on saying things to negate that of where we want to go. I always say, if you speak that of what you do not desire, you will always make that your truth. So stop saying the things you don't want. Stop talking about being broke if you ain't trying to be broke. Stop talking about being, you know, there are no man, no men out here or women out here if you don't want to be single. Stop talking about, you know, the sicknesses and the ailments and all the things that, that the, the doctor told you that you got. That's not what God told you that you have. And so I don't let, I don't speak, even when I'm battling like a cold or something, I don't say cold. I say health and wellness because I desire to be healthy. I desire to be wealthy. And so a lot of times people are like, well, how did it feel when you finally get that car? I mean, I've been had the car in my mind. So when I got it, it was like normal. Like it was regular. How did it feel when you, you know, moved into that, this, this high? Well, I've been stayed in the high rise. And so when I got the high rise, it was like regular. And so we got to start living where we want to be and stop focusing on where we are. Let me add one more other thing. I know I'll be taking over stuff, but listen, I was talking no, about- I uh, want you to take over. Okay, okay, okay. I was talking about how who you are today is not you. It's a result or where you are today. So the results that you have in your life right now, 
the income, your health, your relationships. It's not because of what you did today. It's because of what you did 90 days ago. See, our life works in cycles. And if you think about a seed, when you sow a seed into the ground, it doesn't just germinate overnight, right? Well, that's exactly how our life is. So if you're at a place right now where you're not financially where you want to be, don't beat yourself up. Because if you beat yourself up today, 90 days from now, you're still going to be broke. So you're broke, right? Fit, uh, in, 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 in money, just not broke in mind, but you might be broke in money because of the actions that you took 90 days ago. So if we want to change that situation, we've got to start taking the proper action steps. And to think about the mind, do y'all know the number one purpose of the mind? The number one purpose of the mind is to protect you from making you feel like you're crazy. Crazy people don't think they're crazy. So if you say to yourself, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, you're going to do whatever it takes to stay broke. Because the because imagine you say I'm broke, and then 90 days from now you're not broke. That means you're crazy. The mind's going to protect you from doing the opposite of that of what you say about yourself. So anyway, so, you know, I'm sorry. I just be going off on a little tangent. But y'all, we've got to start speaking life. You want a man? You got to know that he there. You want a woman? You got to know that she there. You want health? I don't, mm -mm. no, 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 no. You're not going to speak no ailments on me. I don't care what I feel like. I don't care what it looked like. I am healthy. I am healthier than I've ever been. And so, yeah. Oh, no, we like that. We like when you give the the detailed answers. That's what we're here for. We, oh. we like our, we like our guests to take over the episode. So if you feel like you got an extended answer, feel free to do that. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> around 2009, you started Show Your Success. What was your motivation behind that business? So I used to be in network marketing, right? And um, when I'm not speaking, I am very, uh, what's, in a, what's the word, reclusive? I'm to myself. I'm a, I'm, I'm a homebody. I'm actually more introverted than extroverted. Yeah, a lot of people don't think that I am because when I get on the stage, like I'm so, you know, out there and extra and, yeah, that's because I've learned how to create a character that is going to get people to listen. But naturally, I am just to myself to the point where sometimes if I'm in like an extroverted situation, people be like, she was acting funny. It's not that I'm acting funny. It's just I'm just in, an, in a situation where I don't know people. I just kind of I pay attention and I just observe like I'm quiet. Right. So because of that. And I was in network marketing in the industry where they say, if somebody come within three feet of you, you're supposed to speak to them, right? I was like, ain't nobody doing all of that. And then it's like, well, you got to go to these networking events. And I hated going to networking events because it seemed like every networking event I went to, I'm trying to genuinely meet people. And they so busy trying to throw their business down my throat that we don't connect. And in business, you don't, you know, especially in businesses where it's, you know, a one-on-one -on -one situation, people do business with people that they like. So if you're not going to open up to me, we can never get a chance to connect and, and learn each other, right? So I started doing my own events and I called them. It used to be called Show You Success, right? So I used to do my own networking events where people would come. It would be lunch and learns. And then I also knew that whoever was speaking or whoever spoke last controlled the room. So I would do my own stuff. Show You Success, working events. And we were doing them, we were doing them, we were doing them. And then it got to the point where I was kind of over the industry of network marketing. I felt like I had run its course. Some people love to be in the industry and they stay there forever. For me, I just knew that it wasn't going to be something that it was permanent for me. 
And so that's when I moved into my coaching business around 2014. So, yep, that's how it started. I was doing my own networking events because I hated going to other people. So I said, I ain't going to complain about the event. I'm going to just do my own. Like, why complain about something when you are fully in control of just creating your own opportunity? Sign yourself. <laughs> that part. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, can you provide your definition of your word, entrepreneur? Yes. So an authorpreneur is not just an author. You know, it's a lot of authors out here in these streets. Authors, uh, they say 80% of most authors make between five to $10,000 a year. Y'all heard me? A year. Mm -hmm. Can you live off of $10,000 a year? Never. Hell no. We can't live off $10,000 a year. That's not an authorpreneur. See, an authorpreneur is someone who has taken their book. They've learned how to leverage it and build multiple streams of income. So that's what we do. So I'm not, a, and a lot of people think I'm a book publisher. I'm not. So like, you know, many people come to me and they're like, well, can you publish my book or help me get my book published? Nine times out of 10. And even today, like I'm really kind of turning away those clients because that's not what I am. What I am is I'm teaching you how to create a tool that's designed to build you multiple streams of income. So like my goal is to take that book and turn it into at least three streams of income that continuously build over time and teaching you how to use that book so that after the launch, it's still selling. Most authors, they only sell their book during the initial launch and they never sell them anymore. And so now, okay, you ain't making no more money, no more money. So how can we take that book and keep on making sales and then turning it into other streams two, three, four, five years from now? So that's what an authorpreneur is. All right. So you turn that book into multiple streams of income. You turn that book into a conference or something. Well, it just depends. It depends because some people, um, like I always use the example of a massage therapist only because like I love massages and a massage therapist may not want to be a public speaker, right? But they want to get more clients and they want to get more high end clients. So they could write a book about happiness, right? Because, you know, massages make us happy. And so in that book, they're talking about generating happiness or the seven secrets to happiness. And one is to make sure that you take care of yourself. And in that taking care of yourself, you get massages and you get a specialty massage. You can call it the happiness massage because their goal is to be able to sell, you know, massages that are for individuals who earn a certain kind of income. Believe it or not, I don't care what your end is, how to be happy is one of the top uh, top searches in the world, like billions, billions of people are searching it. Right. So you create a massage that's the happy massage. And your goal is to get these high ticket clients that are buying these happy massages, right? So you leverage that book to get those people in. Now, granted, you may not be a speaker. Yeah, your book is now going to get you on the news because everybody's wanting to know how to be happy. The, the news ain't going to bring you up on the news because you tell the people you do massages, but they will bring you in because you help people to be happy. And so you plug the book to now do your high end clients where they're flying you in. I mean, <laughs> The possibilities are available, right? So are available for all. So imagine you are a massage therapist where your clients is flying you in. You know, they go on to trips to, to, to Dubai and they're like, but no, I need my massage therapist to come fly, you, right? And, and so this is what I'm saying. An entrepreneur, no matter their product, no matter their service, they're leveraging that to build multiple streams of income. How else can they build multiple streams of income as a massage therapist? Well, another tip to happiness is aromatherapies and meditation. And so you might not sell the aromatherapies, but maybe you know someone who sells aromatherapies. And so you can partner with them and become an affiliate. 
You say, hey, look, aromatherapy has changed my life, and I do it for all my clients. And if you want to get some, if you want to get some oils and stuff like that, here's the person that you can connect with, and they give you a percentage of everybody that you refer to them. And that's another problem that we have as well. We are addicted to our own labor, right? And so your book allows you to stop being so addicted. Okay, let me give you an example. Like in my book, uh, the Don't Go Broke Trying to Be a Business Owner, right? In this book right here, I talk about different things. Like I talk about leadership. I talk about trademarking. I talk about branding. Now, some people will say, Taria, you help people with their brands. No, I don't. I don't do that. And I ain't trying to do that. Like I'm not trying to help create somebody brand and, you know, figure out who you want to serve and all those different things. But guess what? I know somebody who does. But let me tell you what most people will do. Most people will say, well, I do know how to do the branding. So I'm going to help people write books and I'm going to help you to build your brand. And I'm going to teach you about leadership and I'm going to do this. You're trying to be a jack of all trades and a master of none instead of focusing on writing the book. And then in the book, you can offer those different things. But you let the people who are experts over there be the experts and you get a commission. What we doing? I ain't trying to be trying to learn all this stuff. I'm just going to be good at the book <laughs> and build multiple streams of income. That's what be wrong with us because we try to keep all the money to ourselves. And now you out here delivering mediocre, you know, half-ass work, excuse my language, and, and, and people are pissed. So, so that's what being an entrepreneur and leveraging the book to build those multiple streams. You focus on your genius and then you bring other people in and help to make some more money. Okay. How you doing? You got to tell them let go of their fears, huh? Let go of that's lack. That's that's a that, that fear is called lack mentality. You know, some people call it the crab and the barrel mentality. And listen, this is what we've been taught. Most of us in our community, we've been taught this. We've been taught that you know, because uh, uh, people confuse multiple streams of income with multiple businesses. That's not no. We've been we've we've been told that you know you think about the songs hustle hustle hard. That's what I talked about in my uh, my TED talk. You know, the closed mouths don't get fed on the boulevard. We hustle, hustle, Dino sleep, um, grind sun up to sundown. It's nothing. Go meet the most wealthiest people in the world. They in somebody's island right now, chilling, because they've learned the power of leverage. They're not trying to do it all. They're not trying to be it all. They're knowing how to leverage and build those streams of income. That makes sense, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm wealthy. Okay, the money is catching up, but I'm wealthy, and wealthy people don't work hard; they work smart. Work smarter, not hard. I always hear that a lot, and I'm a I'm a fan of doing that as well. So, with the entrepreneur term, does anybody does anybody else try to use that as their own, like without your permission? Yeah, absolutely. And so we're working on that though. So we'll be really going after people. Uh, but yeah, I've seen it. But you know, like the thing is this, I. I I serve a God that is an abundant God. And I know that we live in this world where, you know, you got to do trademarks, you got legal rights and stuff like that. One thing I do know is can't nobody do me to, better than me, right? Can't nobody do me better than me. And so, yes, we do have a trademark, uh, but <laughs> I ain't worried about all of that. Like, I'm just, listen, my mission is to impact the lives of over 10 million men and women in mind, body, and soul. There was a time before where they didn't have business licenses. They didn't have trademarks. They didn't have all this legal stuff. And we was happier. Now we got into a world where everybody trying to get everything from everybody. And we stress the hell out because we're too busy worried about what other people are doing. What we need to do is worry about what we're doing. or worry about our purpose in this life and focus on ourselves. 
People be hitting me up to real. Oh, what you gonna call it over here trying to do your thing? They trying to say you. They duplicate. Okay, that's cool. That's what's up. Because listen, what they you what they you must know about me is I'm always evolving, and I'm never worried about that. So yeah, I do have um I do have it legally uh, set up, but I really I, listen. I ain't tripping as long as you don't go take like my my um like my entire courses and stuff like that and and try to take claim on it. You know, I do have a problem with that. Uh, but most people, listen, all information is not new. So, I mean, what are we going to do? <laughs> Words ain't new. You know, information ain't new. People be so focused on worrying about what people doing against their name that you're missing out on that bread. And I ain't got time to be worried about somebody who is not making what I'm making. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. They're not making what I'm making. They're not building the brand that I'm building to be worried about what they're doing. No, we can do this together. Yes. Like, share, and subscribe, y'all. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. 1409 podcast. All right. Yeah. Make sure you follow Vision Avant on Instagram if you're not already already following her. Follow her on Instagram and on Clubhouse. You know that part. Yes. We be lit on Clubhouse, right? Yeah. I caught you up in there one time. I was I was in there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was dope for sure, for sure. You you be on, you was on there with Mr. Brian O's, the uh, Black Speaking Network. Network. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl Wood, that's my public speaking coach. That's actually who, uh, Dr. Cheryl Wood is actually who I hired to help me with my TED Talk. And now um, I've enlisted her to actually coach my students that are entrepreneurs. And so this is why I say, like, we build up multiple streams of income. I used to teach public speaking, but I don't anymore. So she now is doing that. And uh, my folks are just super pumped up and fired up about, about what she's doing. All right, so uh, in 2019, you started the Urban CEO Network. What is the ultimate vision of the nonprofit organization? Urban CEO, we are a nonprofit organization, 501c3A. And Urban actually stands for unapologetic, real, bold, action-oriented, and non-conforming. So here's the T. When I first got started in business, I, I've been in business since 1999. I know I don't look that age. Like I've been in business that long, but yes, honey, I've been in business since 1999. Let no crack, huh? That's right. Hey, right. So anyway, so been in business for a long time. And I was telling, I was telling Christy earlier today, I was like, I think I was in corporate America for like one year. And so a lot of times, like, you know, you go to these, these events for business where they're teaching you, you know, about growth and development and setting up your companies and all that. And it's so weird to me because, and I get it, but they use all corporate terminology. And so I used to be in these meetings like, bro, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. C to B, B to C. Like I was to the point where I didn't even know what B to B meant. Well, all that stuff. I didn't know what none of that meant. All I knew was grind. You roll your sleeves up, get out here, you hustle, you, you fall on your butt, you, you figure it out, make it happen, keep it moving. What's a 401k? What's a SOB? What's all these different acronyms and stuff that, that like that that they use from the corporate world? And so as a black woman, I didn't because I didn't understand it. I had to work 20 times harder. Right. Because I didn't understand it. Because if I would have understood it, I could have been getting me some of this government money because it's government money. They trying to give us money but because I didn't get it. And it was overwhelming and confusing. And then when you get in these rooms, you don't know what the hell they're talking about. So and you feel a little intimidated. So you're like, I ain't going to ask because I don't want to look stupid right now. I mean, I'm at this point now where I really don't care. It, listen, y'all, go out here and get this money. When you start making money, you stop caring about what people think about you. I just want y'all to know. So go get the money. And so anyway, so now I can go in a room and like, 
I don't really know what y'all talking about. Can y'all explain? But as many of us who do come from the urban community, where we don't know, we don't even know what's available. We are here struggling for no reason. We, we have skill sets in areas where people will pay us. I was listening in on a clubhouse call and it was people that do hair. I know many people that come from the hood, know how to braid some hair, know how to make some wigs. It's a lady, there was a lady in clubhouse talking about how the government is giving her grant money to make wigs for people um, that are like retired vets. And she's like, she getting major money to make wigs. Well, see, we don't know what we don't know. And we don't know, and we don't feel comfortable going to those conferences when you come from the urban community because we feel like we out of place, we out of pocket. And so I created this organization because I want us to be the bridge between the urban community. So like I specifically look for, you know, educators, speakers, coaches that still can connect to the urban community. Cause like when you come in to speak, we don't want you coming here with all these words. We understand, you know, big words. We, we understand you educate, educated and stuff. But when you go to the urban community, that's intimidating. That's confusing. We need people that have had some success that can come back and teach. We're not saying come back and live, but come back and teach. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's what we're doing. And, you know, and we're not trying to necessarily create a movement by ourselves. We're looking to partner with individuals. So it's not something where, you know, how, you know, we want to make our own brand and don't invite other people. No, 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 no. We are inviting other people to participate and be down with the get down. Yep. Okay. Struggling for no reason. Mm -hmm. So that brings me to my next question: What uh, what resources are, are what other what uh, resources are available with a uh, Urban CEO Network? What uh, well, we have the Urban CEO Academy, and it's an online university. It's twenty dollars a month. Uh, if you go to urbanceoacademy.com, you can join, and we have so many different professors, and we're going to be bringing uh, so many different people in. We've got in, uh, a couple right now helping people to start their own trucking companies with no CDL. We've got. Um, Ooh, excuse me. Hold on. Look, that's my drink. Let me let me sip a little bit. Okay, how you doing? We've got um, Urban CEO Academy. Yep, that's the link. Uh, we've got um, a young lady teaching on social media. We have another woman who's teaching you how to start your own cleaning business. Like these are things that we already know how to do, and we could be building big business. So we have uh, uh, our online university. We have different professors that come in and teach different things. We also have, we're going to start doing this year block parties. We're only going to start in four places, though. So we're going to do one in Atlanta, one in Houston, one in New York, and one in um, Miami. Miami, Fort Lauderdale, we're still trying to figure it out. And so the block parties is designed, you know how they got churches that church the unchurch? All night. <laughs> we, yeah. We don't have <laughs> conferences that conference the unconference. So what we do is we want to have a block party and we are looking for people that want to support and be a part of this and help. Uh, we want to have a block party where we can go to those urban areas where we have a party because, you know, <laughs> we like music and we like food. So we can have some music and food. And at the same time, we'll have like three or four speakers that can come and talk in the community about whatever that it might be about talking about finances, you know, getting our personal credit right so that we can be able to fund our dreams and you know we might talk about health and wellness in the urban community and things that we should focus on and this is my thing like i already know that everybody ain't gonna want to hear it but it's gonna be a few and that's all we need all we need is four or five six people that can come to a block party and their lives be impacted because there have been so many movements started because of one person 
We don't need all, we need some. And so that's the point of doing the block party. So we're going to be doing those and we just have a ton of stuff. So we want to make sure that we, we make it fun, but at the same time, we want to bridge you in and, and connect you. I mean, like we had a conference where we even talked about mental wellness and oh, it was so good. It was so good. We had men and women because a lot of times, you know, you do the mental wellness type conferences is typically a lot of women and we had a lot of men. And, and that's another thing. We love men to be a part of Urban CEO. This is not a women's only organization. Mm -hmm. And for my ladies that be doing that, listen, I understand women you know, uniting is powerful and things of that nature. But when is the last time you've ever seen a Fortune 500 company be solely run by women? And I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I'm saying that most of the top companies, they have men. Why? Because God made women and men different. OK, we are emotional women. We are emotional and men are a little bit more logical or, you know, strategical. We need that balance, y'all. So that's why, listen, y'all do y'all women organizations, but make sure to find ways to include our men because we need our men to be a part of this. They say we're not protected. Well, we don't, we don't, they, they not respected. So we want to be protected. We got to make sure that we include everybody. So we are an all inclusive. We still want women's only organizations as well because we love those, but we also want to make sure that the men know we want you to pull up on us, okay? I know I probably just probably uh, I might have just threw a couple women off on that one. But it's the truth is the truth. Listen, we got to start being real out here in the streets. People try to be fugazi and fake and, and, and don't want to tell the truth. We need everybody to be a part of this. Authenticity. So yeah. you said a, you said the block parties of Atlanta, New York, yeah. South Florida, Atlanta, New York. Uh, South Florida and Houston. You know, I live in Houston, so we got to have it in Houston, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, do, I do some networking out there. I might have to pull up on that situation for selfish Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The, the first one is going to be in March, and I believe the March one is going to be in Atlanta. So if anybody is in Atlanta watching, we need help. So we need all your help. We want to make this live. So we're going to have food, you know, and we want to have, you know, stuff like what we like to eat, you know, some chicken, hot dogs, hamburgers, all that stuff. Okay. So we need food. We need a DJ, uh, tents. Uh, we might even try to do some, you know, I don't know. So we just go figure it out. I would prefer to do it in a community, like a, a you know, where a community is at. But if we got to, you know, find a YMCA or something like that, we'll do it. But the first is going to be in March. And then we'll do one every quarter in a different location. Already, yeah. All right. We got people in the comments already saying, yeah, go ahead and do that Atlanta thing. Yay. Do it. Okay, we got into the resources and everything. So you talked about uh, networking people just trying to throw their business at you. What do you feel the, we're going to go back to that. What do you feel the importance of, how do you feel the importance of networking so networking, guys, is not about going to an event and try to get customers. That's the biggest problem we have. Um, networking is all about building strategic. I call it strategic partnerships, right? So in some partnerships, you might have a customer. In some partnerships, you might have someone to refer you business. And another partnership, it might just be someone that can connect you to people. And so when we go to like events, networking and expecting to get clients, many times we miss out on opportunities because we're not focused on what's important in business. The most important asset that you have is the relationships that you have. Right. So you got to learn how to build those relationships. Now, me, 
even as an introvert, because I ain't want to be on the phone with people all day long. You know, some of y'all think that's what that means. Like, you got to meet all these people and be on the phone and schedule luncheons and coffee meetings. No, you ain't got to do all that. But you do want to connect with people. And you do want to make sure that you build some opportunities. Another thing I like to do is I like to figure out ways that I can serve other people. It's called, it's a law. Where you sow, you shall reap. And so some of us, we be wanting money to come in and you ain't sow the seed nowhere. You ain't help nobody else out. We always run around here talking about you need to support black business and stuff. But who are you supporting, right? And it's not even about this is not even a bragging opportunity. If you support a business for the sake of being able to brag and, and, and boast, and sh that's not for the right thing. You know, what do they say? You, you, you must be happy in your sewing. You, you must be happy in that sewing and do it freely. And so when you sew freely, you will reap freely. And so a lot of times when you go to networking events, what I want to encourage you guys to do is any kind of event you go to, whether it's a networking event, whether it's a conference, what even virtually, I always have an intention of meeting three to five people that I can build a strategic partnership with, right? So if I meet someone where, oh man, I got I got somebody I can connect you to that's gonna, you know, that can help you further your business or that can help you with whatever it is you need, that person is gonna love me because I made a dope connection, right? Or, ah, mm -hmm. oh, man, you know, your product is something that I could actually refer to my clients. And I think that would be great. I don't need nothing from them. I don't need nothing from them, but I make that connection. And then eventually they see the value and now we can create a partnership, right? And so a lot of times when we go to networking, we're, you know, our intention is to try to get some sales, but that's not where the money is. The money is in the relationship. Yes, yes. For so. All right. So I see you have, you, 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 you mentioned the books up there briefly. Let's, let's. Talk about that a little bit. Your two books you have up there. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on, let me move this glass up. This is some water. I want y'all to see my books. I got another book right here too. This is the trilogy. This is all three of my favorite books. I've written over 15 books, uh, but the this was my first one, A Six-Figure Vision. It was what uh, it used to be called A Vision of Freedom. And I wrote that book because I was in, I was in network marketing and I told you I was in network marketing and I was making a, I make, I'm just making multiple six figures, okay? Uh, and I sat down with this lawyer and I remember I sat down with this lawyer and I was telling him what I was doing and y'all, I was selling coffee. In fact, we still drink the coffee to this day. And y'all, you would have thought I told him I was selling drugs because he did not want to talk to me no more once he figured out what I was doing and it was network marketing. And so I wrote the book because I wanted to get respect in the business world, right? Mm -hmm. So I wrote that. Doors opened up immediately. It was crazy. Like all these organizations was inviting me to come speak because in my book, I talk about goal setting. I talk about vision boards, all types of stuff. So then I came out with, and of course there's other books that I've written in between, um, how not to be a broke author, um, how not to be a broke author, because a lot of people that I was meeting, because of course I'm helping people write books. Now, of mm -hmm. course I'm meeting all these authors, but they're not making no money. Hey, bro, you done wrote this book however long it took for you to write this book and it ain't making you no money. Oh, you mean you made money on the launch, but it's still not making you no money. So now we have to change that. See, most people write the wrong stuff. We write the wrong books. So I wrote that because now my intention is, of course, I want to be able to get more write the right books. And then the final one is don't go broke trying to be a business owner because I have some business owners who think they don't need to be authors. I can't tell you how many people I meet and they say, I just launched my business. So, so it's not really time for me to write a book. Excuse me. 
sir, ma'am, this is when you write the book. You write the book because you're launching the business, because the book is what's going to get you on the news. The book is what's going to get you on the stage. When they don't want you to sell your product or your service, you can always sell a book. They always let you sell books. And the book is what's going to get you in the schools. The book is what's going to get you in the, um, the organizations. So, you, it, But the right book, not the life of Taria Avant. Don't nobody care about my life story. You know when they're going to care about my life story? When I rock in the room and they know my life story. That's when they care about it. For now, they want to know how did she build a business? How does she leave making six figures from network marketing and still go into a coaching business and make six figures? Because they know a whole lot of people that have left network marketing as a six-figure earner and going to make six figures, soon to be seven figures in coaching. Ain't a lot of people out there. And I'm, I'm telling you that with a fact. How does she overcome depression? I wrote a book about that, overcoming depression. You know, how does she deal with that breakup? How does she push through losing her parents? This is what people want to know because they're going those through those specific situations. And it's very niched. It's very specific. And so if I wanted to build a whole business off of losing my parents, and, and yes, it's a business. And unfortunately, sometimes God pulls us through pain for a purpose and the purpose we should profit from, okay? Because if you can't profit, how can you expand and touch more people? Some of us be out here talking about, I don't want to make no money, but how can you do anything without money? You cannot market yourself, so you need it. So anyway, so going back to what I was stating, in these books, I created these books because they're all designed and connected. But but yeah, so that's these are my books, y'all. I have more fear. Oh my God, where did you get that? Oh my God, it just came in yesterday. <laughs> you better have one of my throwbacks, for, and you know that fear. Oh my God! So, can I tell you about that book? Yeah. So, you can. Uh, I have a chapter in my book, A Six Figure Vision, about fear, and I had so many people that were like, "Man, that chapter on fear it resonated with me." Um, and can you talk more about it? So, I decided to write a book. But let me tell you what happened. So, in transition. So, remember, I wrote that book. I was in network marketing. And now I'm ready to get into the coaching space because I don't want to do network marketing anymore, right? And so I'm my income is going backwards. Like my income is dropping. I'm staying in this high rise. It's costing me about $2,700 a month for a one bedroom. I ain't got no money. That so you know what I, did? I said, let me write another book in pre-sale. So I'm the queen of book profiting. I can show you how to get that bread before the book even comes out. Want to know how I know? Because, I, you know, I ain't like these coaches out here that be telling people to do stuff they ain't did. I've done it. I pre-sold that book, Fear, so that I could pay some bills. <laughs> That's what I was going to create it. Because people were asking, but I, was, I needed some money. So I said, well, shoot, whenever, when you need money, guess what you do? Write a book. Okay, so anyway, so that's what I did. And that book was produced. And um, I don't really push that book anymore every now and then. It, you know, I'll have some complimentary copies that I'll put out there and, and get out there into the streets. But yeah, that's how that, that was created. <laughs> that's dope. dope. Pre-sale the books. Like you pre-sale albums or anything else out here. Pre-sale the books. Y'all make sure y'all get on it. You, you missing, if you're not watching this, you're missing a free, lot of free game. If you just tuned in, you missed out on a lot of free games. So watch it from the <laughs> beginning when it's over. For sure, for sure. So you say you're the queen of book profiting. Yes. And you also have Book Profits Club. Let's, let's yes. get into that a little bit. Well, yeah. So, and this goes back to, again, you know, 80% of most authors that make between five to $10,000 a year, the most books that they'll ever sell, the most is 250, but the average author only sells about 50 copies. Most of our authors that go through our training 
they sell 50 copies in a couple of days. Like, what, the, what are we doing, right? So we, we, the key is, once you write the book, now what? Most authors don't know all if you wrote the book. If you wrote the wrong book, I can't help you, okay? Um, I also specifically work with people who are in the space of speaking, coaching, network marketing, and those who are leveraging their books for business. So I don't... Um, I, I don't have experience in um, like sci-fi books or story books or uh, I don't have experience. Yes. Yes, Angelica, I am in Nassau right now. My beautiful queen. She was a part of our, our three day book camp. She just wrote her book and her book got her book done in three days. Hello. Um, but yeah, I, I don't work in those style of books. The books that I help people write are how-to instructional based books. Why? Because how-to dot, dot, dot is one of the number one searched terms in the world. Dot, dot, dot is whatever you do. So why would you not position yourself in front of the money? Why would you not get where the money resides? You know how to do it. So get where the money resides. Stop getting emotional. Okay. So anyway, so Book Profits Club was designed to help authors learn how to profit and position themselves for multiple streams of income. So that is our monthly program uh, that we have available. In fact, we just had our, our, our Book Profits Club meeting tonight um, before we got on here. It was supposed to be about an hour. We went about an hour and a half. But we have some updates and great things coming uh, your way for all the BPC members as well. That's dope. Book Profits Club, Urban CEO Academy. Listen, we lit. We lit. Lit out here for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, already, that already existed up here before it existed physically, correct? And, and I'm going to tell you, that nonprofit, I didn't start that nonprofit until we were profiting too. Just so y'all know. So for all of us out here that's trying to save the world, you got to save yourself first. So the nonprofit, I always knew I wanted to do something to give back to the community. And I always knew I wanted to do something where it was people that I felt like could relate. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to do something where I didn't have to switch up and code switch to be accepted. I wanted to do something where I didn't have to pretend and be something other than what I am. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get on nobody's podcast if I got to suit up. I got to put a suit on to get on your podcast. I don't want to do all of that. I, I'm a, I'm a laid back girl. I mean, I'm throwing a cute, cute little outfit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to print somebody. But, you know, I'm laid back. So Urban CEO was a nonprofit, and I didn't start that until after. I mean, I had already been doing um, six figures in sales. So I'm just, that's a little tip for those of us out here. We're trying to save the world, but we ain't saved ourselves yet. Save yourself first and then go and save the world. All right. So how does one get tapped in with Book Profit Club, Urban CEO? What I'm going to tell you is this. First of all, for those of you who are authors or future authors, before even thinking about Book Profits Club, pre-qualify yourself. Go to a abookin30days.com a book in 30 days.com that is free, 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 free. You get my free masterclass. You can plug in, pull up and you get connected. Okay. That's where y'all need to go. Don't go nowhere else, but a book in 30 days.com. Now for urban CEO network, if you go to urban CEO network.com, you can see all the things that we're doing. We're currently looking for individuals who want to become professors. So if you have a specific space that you, you would like to educate on, or you feel that you can be connecting to our urban community. Don't come in here trying to use these words that they don't understand. Okay. We're not trying to press. We're not trying to press nobody with these words. Y'all cut it out. 
We need you to be able to connect to the urban community. If you can connect to the urban community and you want to be a professor, I don't care what you teach or you might teach people how to do makeup. I don't care. We want professors, okay? But go to urbanceonetwork.com. You can also follow us on the gram, Urban Network. My name is Vision Avant. But if you want the book stuff, the first place you must go is a book in 30 days.com. Yes, yes. All right. You there you go. Thank you, guys. Y'all posting them links. Y'all better the post them links. You already know. They they coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what advice would you give to any aspiring, current, or aspiring entrepreneurs or authorpreneurs? Other um, than the advice you already gave. Right. So I don't want to just talk to only the authorpreneurs. I want to talk to anybody aspiring to do something that makes you uncomfortable. Okay. Um, cause, cause you know, I don't want nobody to feel like they're not inclusive on this. Everybody's inclusive, whatever makes you uncomfortable, get around people who are doing like, people always ask, like, how do you come up with these ideas or how do you stay motivated? It's, I like to get around people who are doing better than me. And I don't like to be around people who ain't, if you ain't doing better than me, I'm very limited on my time. And this includes everybody. I know this may sound crazy, but like no shade y'all. I want to be able to do some great things for some of my family members and some of my family members ain't always positive. But if I want to be able to do the great things for my family members, then I have to make sure that I protect my subconscious mind. So if I want to do for them, I also know that sometimes I have to separate. Does that make sense? And so guys get around people that motivate you. If it means you got to do it virtually, I'm listening to 50 cents, um, uh, 50 cents new book on, on audible right now. Lit. Fired up. You got me fired up. You got me really reevaluating a lot of stuff I do because it's 50 cent. And I'm like, what? He narrated himself? Yeah, he narrated himself. It's dope. It's on Audible. Go get his Audible. Let me tell y'all the name. This is brand new book that just came out. You see, I'm hearing, um, I'm here. It's called Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. I'm yes, here in Nassau, like Bahamas. You like that, right? Mm -hmm. Hustle Harder, yeah. Hustle Smarter. I it's like dope. when they narrated themselves instead of somebody else narrating. It's, yeah, as well, square looking, square voices be boring you and stuff. You like what? Yeah, I need to get my books into auto, audio books as well. I'm gonna work on that. I'm here. I'm here in Nassau. So a lot of people like Taria. You know, I know you're on a vacation in Nassau, but really, no, we're here working. Me and Christy. Christy is my accountability partner. Every Wednesday morning, we have what is called a wham call, right? We got it from this book called 14 week um, year, 14 week year, 12 week, I'm 14 week, 12 week year. And uh, we do our accountability call every Wednesday. Well, we decided that we're going to put together a mastermind event. Uh, we initially were going to do it in the Bahamas, but I think we're going to do it in St. Martin. Um, only 20 people can come. It's going to be on a, a private compound. It's going to be crazy. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to fly out there so we could tour some of the properties and stuff like that. Like, I'm not out here to play, even though, I, listen, the best thing is to travel to places where you can play and get paid at the same time. But I'm here mastermind. You know what I'm saying? I'm here around someone who's also just as motivated as I am. Who do I talk to more on the phone? Who do I spend more time with? People who are just as motivated, if not more motivated than what I, you know, or doing way more than me. Everybody else? If, if, if I am on a line, they probably a client. Uh, and very rarely, I mean, I, I spend time with my family and my friends. I love them. But I also know that where I'm going, everybody can't come. So no matter what it is, y'all, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, get yourself around people who are doing more than you. 
If you're trying to be, you know, I don't care. If you're trying to be in the career world and you want to climb that corporate ladder, ne never let nobody, first of all, don't get around nobody who make you feel bad about your job. That's a blessing, okay? But get around people that are at a higher level than you. Figure out the people, the executive ones who are hiring you and try to figure out how you can connect with them. See if you can help them. If you can, you know, volunteer and do work for them because they're going to connect you and get you motivated. If you want to be a wife, Ladies, we got to stop being around all of our single friends. You got to get around some married people and fellas, same thing. You know what I'm saying? You want to be healthy? Stop allowing us. I'm over here with Chrissy. Chrissy don't eat meat. She eats seafood. She done cooked me up this little this beans and rice and some um, plantains. And they, I said, I think I could do this. This is good. You know what I'm saying? You got to get around people who are, more, who are more motivated or just as motivated as yourself if you want to do and be better in life. And that's on and that's on period. And that's on babies. All right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna move into our next little segment. That's uh question of the day. Usually our co-host, Mr. Gualamis World, does it, but he's uh he's not here right now. So I'll go ahead and cover that. So the question of the day is if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you travel? I mean, because I'm doing it now. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll tell you where I'm going this year. I'm going to, uh, I'm here, uh, well, Bahamas, but I'm doing my cruise. We're going to Costa Rica. We're going to Egypt. Uh, we're going to Ga back to Ghana. This will be my third time in Ghana. We're going, this is all this year. We're going to, uh, oh, Bali. I'm going to Bali. Um, listen, I, I, I think we got to stop putting these dream trips. I mean, with the exception of the moon, um, let's not put those dream trips on a pedestal to where it's like un unachievable. Mm -hmm. There's so many like I see many of us. We, we the amount of money that we spend to go to a weekend in Miami. We could have went to Dubai years ago. I've been I had been saying for my birthday, I want to go to Dubai. I want to go to Dubai. You know how we do. Oh, OK, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go. And then at the beginning of the year, it just be 20 people. Then you get closer. It's like five. Man, listen, I say, I'm not waiting on y'all. I bought my flight in January. I said, listen, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to Dubai for my birthday. I went like a few years ago. I'm going to Dubai on my birthday. I hear my flight. Y'all pull it up or no? And I'm going to do that same for Bali. Y'all pulling up or no? And guess what? Nobody pulled up. Guess what, though? I had the time of my life. So Dang. I don't even like to look at it like if it was a dream trip. Anything that you desire that's here in this world, if God is allowing other people to go, guess what? You can too. Because he ain't no respecter of one. It ain't nobody better than you or me. We are all equal. We just might have to plan a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you can go. Yeah, I'm all behind that. Uh if they if going by if I gotta go just two, just me, uh, I it, it'll have to be that, you know what I'm saying? Like just don't wait on nobody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't let nobody stop you from your fun for real. For yeah, real. absolutely. You'll be waiting forever if you wait waiting on people. People yeah. be finicky. Uh, you know, we all finicky. We human. We flesh. We're not perfect. So listen, you better <laughs> do what you want to do. I love travel. I've traveled to a lot of countries by myself, y'all. I want y'all to understand. They said I you pull it up or what? Yes, London J. You pull it up or what? <laughs> it's good. Shout out, not, out. Human Hair Resources. I'm gonna subscribe mm -hmm. to that channel. This is this is a YouTube comment. I'm gonna subscribe to that. Okay. All right. All right. So we got the question of the day out the way. We're gonna go ahead and get into this or that. 
So okay. You took a flight today, correct? Yes. All right. So American Airlines or Delta? <laughs> I was on America. I like American Airlines. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, America. I would say American Airlines because that's what I feel. You can say American. Yeah. Okay. They got the plugs Look, and everything now. You can plug stuff in, and they got the little thing at the top where you can um. You can lift it down and put your phone on. It's got the USB and the plug. I was like, oh, y'all doing it, doing it. And and you can start watching movies before you take off. You ain't got to wait till you get on the air, you know, up in the air. You start watching your yeah. movies before. So I'd say well, they won my heart. Oh, you ain't got to wait till you get to 10,000 feet, huh? Yeah, you ain't got to wait. You just boop, 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 ready to start before you take off. So I ain't got to hear nothing y'all talk about over here that I'd have heard all these times. So American Airlines, it's a win for me. It's the movies for me. <laughs> it's the movies. Yeah, you could watch them with your phone. Like you're right, you could put them in a the thing. It just depends on what plane you on. If you want one of those small planes, you ain't getting none of that. Yeah, you ain't gonna small planes. They like you gonna take this old school. <laughs> yeah, you on a seven thirty seven or something. You get the you get the uh, amenities, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like both of them, but I had more experience with American, so I'd have to go with American too. Even gotcha. though most people, most people I think will say Delta for some odd reason, but hey, yeah, that Delta yeah. like it's like the iPhone. People like because I love my iPhone, but people automatically select Delta. Listen, Delta ain't got that the movies unless they check. You can't watch the movies before you take off, and that gets every single time. Period. Man, like the the first time I was on a flight with movies, this was like two thousand nine. It was Jet Blue. They had Direct TV <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> In 2009, like on the screen, so I was, uh -huh. I was amazed. That was 2009. Now 2021, some airlines still don't have that. So still ain't got it. That, <laughs> yeah, that'd be like Spirit and Front Frontier. Uh, Spirit, man, at least that, at least Spirit then upgraded a little bit because them chairs when they first came out, it's be like, oh hell no, nah, I can't uh, never fly Spirit no more. Yeah, I, I get on it. I get on it. I promise you. <laughs> Right now, that you you can't you can't you can't elevate that, but at least the chair's a little bit more comfortable. But listen, if I see the spirit, I'll be trying to see if they got somebody else that's gonna be just as cheaper. I'll pay a couple dollars more. I don't want to do yeah. it, but I have to I, if I, I got to. Yeah, I get on it. I don't care, especially like some at Houston to Atlanta, forty dollars. Right, that <laughs> round trip. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me see. All right. Let me let me see what else I got for you. Uh, I'm gonna see what type of water you on. You 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 go with the alkaline water, or you gonna get some Nestle or some Aquafina? Uh, -uh. Okay. I got this boss right here. You know, this is a little this is a little uh club. This is water you get in the club back in the day. No alkaline all day. But this I don't think this is alkaline. This is artesian. Yep, it's artesian. Oh, yeah, honey, we can't do no Nestle's. We can't do no Nestle. What about great value? You can't do no great value. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just no, I go to the Costco. I go to the Costco and get that good. You, they got, they got. You can get the big packs of the good alkaline waters in the Costco, but I mix it up. So I got my little, you know, I got my Fiji water too. That's where you know you fancy, and then I got my other water that I use for like my teas and stuff like that. But yeah, I like my alkaline. All right, you you and you are you, you located in Houston. Houston has a lot of good restaurant spots, so you like the brunch spots, or you like like the turkey leg hut type places, or which oh, one no. would you go to? I'm gonna do brunch all day. I'm not waiting in that turkey leg hut line. 
I think the last time I went to Turkey Leg Hut was when they first, like, when I first moved to to Houston. It was no lines. Uh-uh, that line be crazy. People be waiting for hours. Yeah, unless you plugged in and then. You well, you, well it's, it is a little trick I learned that you could do, where you could uh you could cut line real quick and still eat in the inside, but I ain't gonna tell it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, I got this to go. I got this. To go. <laughs> That's uh, what they do. Hey, say no more. I, I, I appreciate <laughs> that gym. That's another gym you dropped out of the mini. Yeah. But they got the food trucks around the city too. Like in, uh, I don't know what what side you be on, but they got them in different parts of towns and everything like that. Yeah, I heard. I heard they do have them drive around. I've never seen them. I mean, I know they got the food trucks outside too. Like, you you ain't got to wait that line. They got the food trucks like right there too. They killing it, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's booming. That's you got any this or that, Mister Gualami's world? Uh, you got nothing. You you have anything, Mister Taria Avant? Taria Vision Avant? You got any this or that you want to throw out there? Feel free. Uh, this or that. Let me see. Okay. Um dark or dark or light. Dark, what, how you say say? You supposed to say dark or light or dark or white? Because y'all was taking shots. Oh dark, dark liquor. Uh, I thought you were talking about something else. Brown. I'm gonna say I plead if <laughs> brown or white, yeah, brown or white. You talking about brown, <laughs> brown liquor, brown liquor, brown liquor, get it quicker. Yeah. That brown bring you down. I'm going with the brown. <laughs> what, what, what about you, ma'am? What, what, do, I, what do you prefer? I prefer red wine. Most people know me. They know I love me some red wine. I, I want to actually create my own wines. So um, I want to do like a red blend. And I don't even know if they do it, but I'm going to do a white blend. Red and white blend. Just keep it simple. You like all, it, listen, all red. I love all red. I just don't. Well, I don't really like Shiraz that much. Um, and uh, is that it, Shiraz? Because I like Merlot, Cabernet, Pinot Noir, Red Blitz. I, I love them all. Yeah. All right. All right. Since you since you dodged that one, tequila or vodka? Uh, tequila. I used to be a Patron girl. Like that's all I would drink. Shots of tequila. Patron all the time because I didn't like the whole glass. See, that's when my ratchet days. Um, sometimes it comes out, so I get a little clatchet. Um, mm-hmm. But in my ratchet okay. days, I didn't want to hold no glasses, so I just take a shot. Bop, bop. You know what I'm saying? Get it in. So then bop. I ain't had to be holding it. Yeah, bop, bop. Now I like to be sophisticated. So I be, you know. See that ratchet don't go away. It just, it just hide. It just hide. It just hide, yeah, it just hide a little bit. Uh, uh, it's a little sometimes it be like, hello. How you doing? <laughs> I cold switch really good. I'm a good cold switcher. I didn't know that's what it was called. I I just said I like people that you know get in any environment and adapt. I adapt well. Uh, but yeah. Okay, I got to They said I don't know what the answer is, but the answer is vodka. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, Malbec. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not big Malbec either person. I've had some good Malbecs. Actually, I will say that. I'm looking at the answers. My favorite red, though, is called Machete. Machete. It's it's like a $50 bottle, so it's not super expensive. It's not cheap, but it's called Machete. 
I'm gonna tell you something. If y'all ain't never had machete, go get it. It look crazy. The cover, the bottle label, it look real crazy. Amazing. It sounds like it's gonna make you feel crazy. It's like, go ahead, you cutting up out here. The name machete. Oh, no. I know the name, but no, nah, it's a smooth wine and um, it's just good. Drink a glass, you gonna feel nice. That's about it. So you you supposedly on vacation, right? Well, that's what, so you missed a little bit of it because I was saying like, yeah, I'm here in the Bahamas, but really, I initially planned a trip here to because uh, we was gonna be game game planning uh, for um, mastermind that we're doing. So not really, like I mean, yeah, but not really. You know what I mean? Like in any vacation I go on, like it's always gonna be something. So listen, if I got to go to get some videos recorded, because you know we we sometimes need to see the uh see the videos. fruit. Hell yeah, I got my camera, I got my microphone, be recording some videos, some trainings. You know, you gotta do that. So after you drink your red wine. <laughs> Y'all like what? <laughs> yeah, you gotta record it. You gotta have a scenery behind you, like. I'm out here in the ocean. <laughs> Let me tell you the three key, the three keys to success. <laughs> now listen now. Oh, she got the ocean. She really having success. I'll be like, you know what? She got that ocean. <laughs> right. She got that ocean. <laughs> after you drink your wet red wine and you get ready. You said what? This is this or that. After you drink your red wine, it's time to go to sleep, right? Uh-huh. So you like sleeping with clothes on uh, in the nude. Oh, Lord. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> Nobody up in my DMs. You're going to have these crazies in my damn DMs and they going to get blocked. Let me tell all these men that be in my DMs sending me messages back to back having conversations by themselves. Oh, we'll get blocked. Okay. Okay. So to answer the question, um, <laughs> no, I wear like no, I wear like little boy shorts and stuff. Like you know, I, I don't get fully naked. I need some of the best sleep, man. The fully naked sleep is in the nude. Now that's the fully <laughs> naked is when you didn't th- you didn't have one of them nights and you didn't threw your clothes off. They literally right there by the bed. And your shoes is at the door because you threw your shoes off at the door and your clothes right there at the bed. That's when you be naked, like you was done. I don't really have one of those nights in a while. It's been a minute. See, but, yeah. Angelica on it. Be yeah, Ange- what'd she say? She says it's healthier and you sleep better without she, clothes. And she is a love expert. She she teaches you about I bet it is healthier when you got a husband. I ain't got I got increase the circulation or something. They say I don't know. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, I'm gonna ask Angelica. She's the expert. Angelica <laughs> is yes, yeah, she is the relationship expert. She's been married. She actually lives here in the Bahamas, but she lives on an island. Oh, another island. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. You got to fly to that island. <laughs> yeah, swim to the island. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like where we're at. So we walked over to the beach. It's too it's like it's like an island over here, like by itself, and then it's another island. I was like, "Oh, it's." She was like, "Yeah, it's like hundreds of islands out here in the Bahamas." I didn't know, but like a, a real island, like it's not huge. It's like a real, you could like crazy. It's crazy. Man. 
Yeah, I got to get back on my geography. I thought they only had like 11 islands. No, it's a lot. Because I ain't yeah. know either. She was like, I got to fly in. I was like, fly in? <clears throat> thought everybody was here in the Nassau. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we go ahead and we go ahead and uh, plug your books in one more time before we close it out. Plug everything else you got going on. Yes, darling. Boop, 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 boop. Just go to my just go to my Instagram, Vision of Vine, if you want to get access. Actually, go to Book of 30 Days. And then this is my other book. So I got my three books, uh, Six Figure Vision, Don't Go Broke, Trying to Be a Business Owner, and How Not to Be a Broke Author. If y'all notice a lot of my stuff, it, I be talking about broke, but I don't like to use the word broke. I don't use the broke. It, there we go. Fear, 10 Steps to Letting Go of Your Fears. That's another great book. But you can't really go buy that one. So he's special. He's special, y'all. So don't be jealous now. Don't be asking me about that book. You can't get it unless I decide to give it away. There she go. Bow. You see that professional picture? Let me tell y'all something, too, about y'all books and y'all pictures. I've been had, Let me tell you something. Y'all better start going to get y'all some professional pictures, okay? I, I didn't look this because people can send me their books and I'll review it. I had this one person send me a picture, send me his book to review. I swear to God, the picture on his book was like a selfie of him at dinner. Dinner. He was at a he dinner could've... table, a cell phone picture on his book, talking about reviewing. He didn't take the background off the picture or nothing on camera or nothing? He like this. Review my book. He might as well be. I said, man, y'all, we got to stop half-assing stuff and expecting to receive 100% of the results. Let me tell you about success. Success is either give it your all or you get nothing. You try to give 70% and think you're going to get 70% of the results, you will not. You get zero. It's your all or nothing. Stop half-assing. It's funny, too, because half-ass was I was in when I was in college. That was one of my line names. So, you know, I used to dance. I was on the dance line. Let me let me clarify. Lord, I was not stripping. I was dancing in, in college on the dance the line. Bus challenge. <laughs> I, do, I did do that busted challenge, so y'all wasn't ready. But um, I used to dance in college, and, and if you ever go to an HBCU, like they make you cross, they make you you hazed on everything. So they gave us all line names, and one of my line names was half ass because they said in practice I would half ass to practice. Right? I'm sorry for cussing so much, but I just want y'all. That was my name. Explicit over here. Oh, okay, okay. Well, oh, they said, oh y'all get okay. They say I would half ass in practice all the time, and I'm gonna tell you this, y'all. Uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. You cannot expect to show up to the big show if you've been playing around the whole time. Y'all want to be millionaires, but you're doing things that's only going to get you to a couple couple hundred dollars a week, a couple hundred dollars a month. And so, like, I had to, I had, I, I, it hurt my feelings when they called me that. But after that point, I never have asked to practice no more. Like, I wish you would. Like, I was giving it my all. And I've just learned that, you know, everybody likes to get the glory, you know, when you get on the main stage, but where the real work is when people aren't watching, when nobody's calling you to confirm, are you doing your work today? Because ain't nobody going to call you. Ain't nobody, y'all be wanting people to call y'all and motivate you. Hey, did you, did you send out those messages today? Did you mail out them books today? Ain't nobody going to call you. That's your responsibility. And then when you get on the news, when Oprah does call you, when Sarah Blakely calls you, because that's another one of my heroes, right? Sarah Blakely. When, when you get on um, some of these major, major shows, that's when people celebrate you. But it's all in the work that happened before then. 
where people aren't watching you, where people aren't paying attention, where you feel like you're not getting the credit that you deserve. You got to keep on going. I know you ain't asked me all of that, but you know. Hey, you know, we told you take over. That's the. I said, let them use me. Let them the use me. The take over right here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. Immediately uh, after this uh, podcast, we'll be having a uh, press service. Yes. <laughs> press service. <laughs> and we're taking prayer requests. <laughs> That's a prayer request. If you if you got a prayer request, we're going to pray for you. Yeah, just call 917 524 6392. We'll get you right. Hey. All right. Yeah, make sure you follow Taria Vision Avant. So, Vision, is that your real middle name? Yes, it is. Okay, I was wondering. So, that, See, that's a good. Your parents even saw it. You know, they had it in here before it even, you know, man. You know what I'm saying? Before it even came into fruition, they knew I was going to be a big dog on deal. Uh, yeah. Anybody ever asked you that? I was wondering. I didn't. Oh yeah. Uh, All the time. Yes. Okay. Uh, Vision Avant. Taria Vision Avant. Follow, follow on Instagram at Vision Avant Clubhouse. Clubhouse, Facebook, Twitter. All of that. I, I got a TikTok, but I don't really be on it. I recorded mm-hmm. that bust it down challenge with the TikTok though, y'all. I did the bust it down challenge. Y'all go look it on my Instagram. It's popping. I probably yeah. got one of the best. The, the best to do it. Yeah, y'all go check that out. That make sure y'all up. make sure y'all put them uh build them algorithms up over there. Make sure you <laughs> like it. Make sure you yeah. Make sure you like her last ten pictures on Instagram. Get the <laughs> algorithms going. Yeah, they'd be like, how you got these followers? I'm like, man, listen, Instagram be hating on me, man. Hey, it be like that. Yeah, and you know where you can find 1409 Podcast. We on Nobody Grinds Like Us Network. Where did 1409 come from? Can you tell me? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So we used to stay in this house and the address was 1409 Lynn Road and shit like that. So that's where the name came from. 1409 came from the address. Because oh. we had some we had some good memories up in there. So we decided to name it that because it was supposed to be like four or five of us on here. We all stayed in that house at one point in time, but it ended up just being us two on the podcast. So, yeah. Oh, okay. That's dope. 1409, bringing up memories. Mm-hmm. Yep. 1409. We was lit and we still lit. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, 1409 podcast, and you can follow me at 843ambassador. Yeah, man, it's your boy Guala Meets World. I gotta give an apology, man. I was having technical difficulties this whole episode. Devil busy. He ain't want you to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We worked around it, you know what I'm saying? Devil Nobody wouldn't no. you ain't give up. Nah, I was still trying, you know. Had to get back in here. But y'all, y'all know y'all can follow me at Guala Meets World on IG. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check out the Scrooge music video on his YouTube channel, Guala Meets World TV. Down, download his music on Apple Music, Gualamis World. If you don't know how to spell that, it's right there on the screen for you. Gualamis World. You know what I'm saying? Hello, All right. <laughs> it's the, all right. It's the 1409. Can I get one of them trap is necessary? Size small. Oh, uh, this ain't our shirt, but uh, I can get I can get you two these shirts. We got we got the 1409 shirts we can get you for I the, take that too. Yeah, I like wearing t-shirts. Y'all know I like shirts. Right. So all right. Yeah, I buy them. I don't need you to send them to me for our support. All right. Uh, I'll see you the link for the show. Cool.
Cool. All right. It's the 1409 Podcast, and we out.